Florida. Florida. Bestow upon us the crazy article that you just read. Florida. What do you think of when you hear Florida? Florida man, bath salts well, on highway, Miami, fucking crocodile. Wait, alligators, not crocodiles. Anything that else one anything? python that ate someone. Anything else? Um, lots crazy ass shit. Would lots you, of guns and no you, restrictions. Would you? Would you? Would you be surprised um, to hear that a? Uh, middle school in Tallahassee uh, organized a middle school fight club in Florida. A bro in Tallahassee, wait, that sounds wait, like it. Wait, wait, how did this news get out? I thought the first rule about fight club is to not talk about See, that's club. the funny thing. These kids snitched. <laughs> These kids clearly <laughs> something, someone is deserves to get their ass beat because clearly this is, this is, they broke the only rule of this fight club. But basically, uh, a middle school teacher was got arrested because there <laughs> crazy to believe, but there is evidence that she was uh, hosting a fight club with her students. And so it wasn't even Florida man; it was Florida woman. It was a Florida woman, a Florida Damn. woman school teacher. So you know we're up there with like a like that, that's gonna be like a new like unlocked. See, like, we can't even say like Florida man right now. We just gotta say Florida woman. Yeah, Floridian at this point. Um, several yeah, Floridian. Yeah. So yeah. So according to documents, several sixth grade girls told detectives that they participated in planned fights during school hours, and they alleged they were invited back for additional fights. <laughs> she had this shit planned out. Bro. Jesus! All right, here's the Wait. real question, though. Would would you guys participate? <laughs> oh yeah, sixth grade, sixth grade me, no, me now, yeah. Sixth grade me, I would have participated <laughs> way too fast. I would have just been like, "Did you let's guys? Go, let's go." Did you guys ever have any kind of fight club or anything where you went to school? Not in school, but just whatever. Unfortunately, Bro, I'm a no. black belt in kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we had like uh, some kid hosted a fight club in his backyard. And this one kid once was talking shit for like over a week, and he he got slept. He he yeah. got he got he got slept so fast. We used to box on the um, on the field uh, at my high school. Like randomly, people would just bring gloves. And also, I played lacrosse, so locker room boxing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like knockouts. <laughs> like. Um. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, you guys, uh, go Chad. There luckily is an added detail. This they at least had respect for one another, in which no uh, stop pulling hair. No, you couldn't pull hair in these fights. Everything else, I'm gonna assume, like you could probably throw a chair at this poor person in front of you if you could get your hands. Oh, on so it. it was WWE. I mean, probably. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if this comes out later on that we see a video of like a middle schooler hitting another middle schooler with a chair (laughs) that happened in my high school or i didn't go to that high school but yeah the high school in my like original school district that is there was a riot Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing? 
Fuck you, Brian Finger Guns, as always. Chad? You know, two of us have glasses, one of us is blonde. Damn. Yo, Damn. Chad. Chad, I could have told you this before we started recording, whatever, but I waited until now because I need the genuine reaction. Do you know that on your TikTok bio, it says co-host of of High Kicks Podcast? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You no, goddamn. No, co-host of OnlyFans. You got to get it right. You know what? To... D- d- I'm I'm siding with Carl here. I'm literally capitalizing the second of because <laughs> co-host of OF High Kicks podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's gonna be so. Yeah, uh, guys, we're actually uh, starting an OnlyFans. All right, <laughs> we'll put some bonus episodes back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, literally so just before... pictures of our friend Kevin, like not even us, just pictures of Kevin's face. <laughs> oh God! So, so we had a ridiculously exciting weekend of footy. Um, Stupid, but I. I want to start us outside of league football. Wait, wait. We are going outside. Yeah. Are we talking about the, the National MLS? League? The, the National League is outside of league football. Damn it. Really? Damn, yeah. League football, Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two. Wow. Yep. So I I want to um talk about that game this weekend Wrexham and Knotts County because so if we're talking about uh, games of the weekend absolutely it's yeah it, it it's so, the game it it might be game of the season so first of all it was the first ever matchup i'm pretty sure in any league with two teams both at 100 points at least in like the national league i think maybe ever Really? There's never been like a Barcelona Real Madrid like ultimate Where they both have a hundred point points. Showdown? I doubt it. Damn. There's gotta be some like obscure league out there that's like had like something. I guess. Yeah, but that that's different. And also if we look at uh <laughs> Barcelona women's team, uh <laughs> I mean yeah, but no other team gets to a hundred. My my point about this match is that one, Wrexham dropped points last week, and they needed to get him back. They needed to have a good showing against Knotts. They score early-ish. Ish. Not like early-early, but early-ish. Uh, to end the second half. I mean, first half, right? It was like 45 yeah. plus 4. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, And basically, um, Knotts scored about 30 minutes later. Yeah, they scored. Oh, wait, no, I have this backwards. Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong <laughs> Not Not scored, like, so just scored before first. half. Yeah, yeah free kick. Not scored just I'm sorry. I'm, 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 looking at, I'm looking at this backwards. And <laughs> Rexham scored <laughs> in the 48th. Yeah, 50th. It, it, whatever. Google says 48th, yeah. but same shit. Super, super Paul Mullen. Rexham takes the lead. Knotts ties it up. Wrexham takes the lead. And, you know, you think you think basically you get into the 96th minute and you think it's over. 
Cross comes flying in. Handball in the box. Penalty. Yep. Right when you think that this match is over and it's going to be a draw because it's a 97th minute penalty, 40-year-old Ben Foster comes flying across the line. Ball hits one hand. Ball hits the other hand. Save. Game over. Ben Foster. Ben Foster said that Rob McElhinney fully kissed him on the lips after that. The cycling goalkeeper. Uh-huh. Benjamin. Bro, I too at that point. Not even trying to, like, yes. Yeah. No. It. Uh, that man, what th- he did. <laughs> okay, that's really like, funny. What, Chad? I tried looking up Ben Foster's full name, and I got an actor born in Boston. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it. It, it just, I don't know. I've seen things where people are like, you know, Wrexham or the Man City of the National League. They have more money than anybody. They do. They have more media exposure than anybody. They do. But at the same time, like, I don't care. It's a great story. It's fun. Season two, season two of Welcome to Wrexham is going to be unreal. Um, this, this game is going to have its own episode. Without that a doubt. save, that save was spectacular. Yeah, like utterly man, spectacular. Man, literally dives perfectly, puts it out, and in the most crunch time situation that you could have that that could have happened, no matter what. Genuinely, the most. It's very like. I, I don't want to compare it to the to Emmy Martinez because Emmy Martinez did a little a Emmy little Martinez greater is for the world for the World Cup, but it's the same concept. Yeah, what what Forster did or Foster Foster different. You are so Just bad with names, different. Jesus Christ! Yes, no shit. Literally, I was actually telling someone that I mess up. Uh, Osman's name all the time and just say Usman, but you got it right that time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know what his name is. I'm still gonna say Usman every single time. I hate you. I hate you. Yep. But yeah, so <laughs> we didn't hear much from Chad about this. He's just sitting laughing at us while we bitch back and forth. But that that Wrexham game was unreal. I was on a train on my way back to Jersey City, and. I saw the penalty get given. I saw the guy step up to take it. I went into a tunnel, lost all my service, <laughs> got out of the tunnel. Game was over. That's enough. I didn't ben see this. I had. I had no. I had no. I, I had no idea what happened. The highlights were nuts. The, this game was one of. It, it honestly was the most exciting game of the weekend, without a doubt. Have you guys um, seen uh, yeah. Ben Foster's video yet? No, it's no. already. Oh, out. did he put out a video? Yeah, it, it goes wild, it goes super wild. I am so mad. I am so mad that he didn't have like a behind because he does that sometimes. He likes to put a camera behind him and net. I am fuming. Oh yeah, no GoPro that, feed. No that, GoPro feed. Did we do not have a feed of behind the the net when that ball was being kicked? That is actually like that is. Potent- I'm sorry, that's like the only thing I hate about that. I'm like, damn it, Ben. 
you had a you had a you had a hundred million view video in your hands, and you fumbled yep. it. Oh, without a doubt, but not, not he didn't fumble the save. So oh, I think true. that's all that matters the at the end still of the day. The oh yeah, unreal save, unreal save, unreal game, unreal story, unreal season. I think we're all Wrexham fans to some degree. Yes. 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 Uh, let's go and Prem. Also, let's go Prem. Like, mostly for the owner, but I mean, still yeah. a Wrexham fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's go Prem. Let's go Prem. So, very quick little touch here. New manager, same Chelsea. Expected goals. <laughs> Bad playing. That's all I got. They lost to Wolves. Man, they they lost to Wolves. Like, that's the biggest thing about this. It's not like, oh, yeah, like, they drew, they did something. Nah, if, I know you guys wanted to avoid talking about Champions League. If Real Madrid do not beat this team by seven goals, I don't know. I'm Every player on that team is a fraud. Oh, if, without a doubt. If Real Madrid yeah. allow their tie with Chelsea to be competitive in their Champions League bout, every person on that organization that participated in this year's team is a fraud. I don't care if Real Madrid go on to win it. You like Chelsea. <laughs> You're saying they have to batter Chelsea. You have no excuse. You have Frank Effin Lampard on this team on the touchline. You went from Thomas Tuchel. To Graham Potter, and you're like, oh, shit, Graham Potter, you know, just beat Dortmund. You know, they actually have, like, someone who, I don't know, could lead them in that spot. Oh, he's gone. He's like, oh, who's next? Frank Lampard. Shit. Boys, <laughs> we you have no excuse, Real Madrid, to send this team into orbit. Like, they're a golf ball in your Tiger Woods. You have no excuse at this point. I can see it, honestly. Like, that's the main thing. This Real side is built different, especially in Champions League competition. And they aren't really entirely in the running for their league right now. Barca pretty much. they're, They're out of the running, basically, for their league. Yeah, Barca pretty much has that on lock. So, yeah, yeah. But back to Premier League. Um, yes. I just need to annoy Chad a little bit here, but bro, I'm sorry. No, please. You want to talk on. about it, Chad? Go on. Go on. Say it. You want to talk about I it? Lost it? I mean, we. I lost to Bournemouth too, but I'm sorry. Dude. I don't know what you mean. A Leicester player assisted on that goal. The best through ball that James Madison has put out in a month. There's always a silver lining. <laughs> and holy shit, what a through ball it was. Dude, you know who I feel bad for? Who? Brighton. Oh, <laughs> Brighton got oh, screwed. Yeah. Brighton, got Brighton got screwed. Bent over. But not by Spurs. No, Spurs oh. doesn't bend anyone over. Not, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, they bend themselves over, but <laughs> yes. um, but I just, disallowed goal, disallowed goal, missed call on a penalty, like enough issues that the VAR official got dropped. Yeah, yeah, 
like, uh. There's just no excuses. Oh, yeah. it, it's just a matter of consistency, and there was none within this match. Uh, Brighton genuinely got fucked out of a win because they probably deserve to win, despite like Spurs played a decent game. I don't want to like take too much away from Spurs. Of course, Richarlson wasn't there, but they, they played a decent game. Carl, 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 Carl. What do we call him now? Uh, shit Arlson. Dick Arlson. Dick. Because Richard. Dick. <laughs> Dick Arlson. I just call him fucking garbage, but I mean, you guys can call him whatever Jesus Christ. There we go. That's what I like to hear. I call him statistically Me. one of the worst wingers in the fucking big leagues right now, but. All right. Okay. 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 All right, so so let let me be happy for two seconds, man. You beat Everton, and I still want Everton to be relegated, dude. So. Dude, Pickford balled out though. I still want Everton to get relegated. Please get relegated, dude. Leicester and Everton going down—that'd be bad. That would be so fucking funny. I don't want Lester to okay. die because so I like Lester. So here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Okay. So t- speaking of relegation, oh my God. I-, I essentially feel like there is already two teams locked: Southampton and Nottingham Forest. Now you may be thinking, why Nottingham Forest? They have such a hard effing schedule to end this season that it is absurd to think that they would somehow get out of this. Here, let me tell you their final games. Their final. They have. Man United, Liverpool, Brighton, Brentford, Southampton, Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Yeah, that is done. okay. That is, For- Forest is gone. Forest is gone. Yeah, Forest is got absolutely cooked. Okay, so you know what? Southampton's sad. gone. I, if, I wanted if, them to be. If up Forest, there. if Forest gets relegated, it makes the season just an ounce better. Okay, because then we get to face them again. We get to kick the living shit out of them next season in the championship. However. Like, the other team that we are competing with is realistically Leeds and Everton for the champ for the like the final spot of relegation. Because and you're gonna lose to West Ham on the last day and go down. I mean, real. It's still crazy to think that thirteenth to nineteenth can very much be relegated. Because yes. Crystal pa- Crystal Palace is officially free, right? They Roy Hodgson somehow. Yep. Has done he it again. It. He has done it again. Um, also, Nottingham Forest just like sacked their sporting director, so that's like how optimistic they are about their chances. But like Leicester, I think we have we have we have after Man City, which if we somehow lose by less than ten goals, oh, we should be given three points automatically. But yeah. we face we face Wolves, Leeds, Everton. If we win, if we get two wins and a draw, we're safe. I personally feel like. Because it's those three teams. It's six I pointers mean, against teams that are in the exact same spot you are. But there's and, enough time that it still might not matter. I know, right? Because then we have Fulham. That's give and go. Fulham are a pretty decent team. Liverpool, they're just... You never know. They're, they're the Salvation Army this year at times. <laughs> um, Newcastle, we're getting I- our shit rocked. Uh, that's like the James Madison recruitment game, basically for them, and then West yep. Ham on the final day. Yep. Yep. And I am sickened yep. 
that I'll be 23 and 16 days later I get to watch potentially that <laughs> design. Arm. When's your birthday? May 12th. Okay, cool. Now, hey, I mean, Pep, your team played pretty good today, okay? So if you don't want to play any of that starting 11 against Leicester in four days, I think you'll be doing us a massive favor. You'll still get clapped. Um, I want to slide slide into probably the most exciting Premier League game of the weekend. Yeah, without a doubt, the most exciting because, of course, Man City smacked the shit out of Southampton. Of course... (laughs) Like, Newcastle beat Brentford in a tight match, and that was an exciting one. But if we're actually looking at games this fucking weekend, there were two that were really notable. And the one we're about to mention, by far second, but in conversation for first. You had uh, referees fighting players, you know? <laughs> Dude. You had, uh... Dude, so first off, I want to talk about that. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of different sides of the footage, and if Andy Robertson grabbed his arm and pulled it towards him and the ref was shaking his arm free, that's fine. That's the way the camera angle looked. You shouldn't approach the ref. If Andy Robertson got elbowed in the face by the ref for going over to talk to the ref, the ref should be disciplined, but it doesn't change the fact that don't go over and approach the fucking ref. It's time to go. It's like, the only person that should be going to talk to a ref is the captain. Yeah. And the only other time I feel like it's okay if it's another player is if that player is called for a foul and they're going to argue. Um, yeah, but even sometimes I'm like, just let the captain do it for you. Like, yes. even in certain situations, like, you just have to back off and just let it happen. But once that whistle blows, you need to fucking stop. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's unacceptable for Robertson. And I can't tell from the footage the way it actually happened. So either either way, if Robertson grabbed his arm, suspend him. You can't yeah. touch a fucking official. But if that ref elbowed Robertson when he tried to talk to him, suspend the ref. Yeah. But it, But it comes down to just don't approach the ref. It's not that fucking hard. Was this? I understand when it gets heated within a match, but uh, but after the halftime whistle, exactly. I'm in 100 percent agreement with you. I I don't know. I feel like I was someone who always talked to referees, regardless of situation. Probably because, like in American football, how the referee the referee would literally stand right there and we just have a conversation before like the play. But that's different. We're talking about complaining to an official, like versus like actually. When I was when I was a keeper, I talked to refs. I had conversations with them. When I was a catcher, part of being a catcher is striking up an inning to inning conversation with the umpire, hoping to get on his good side, which will help you get calls. Yeah. But if Robertson just walks up, he's like, "Oi." Oi, bruv, I don't like you. He fucking grabs yeah. him and what I don't know. That's why I don't know what the fuck it sounds like, but I, you know, I'm gonna assume this. You know, I feel like this one an Andy would sound like, but more Scottish, <laughs> less less English, but yeah, to a degree. But this so. this game was awesome. So Arsenal oh, yeah. pulled. Arsenal came out swinging. Yes. Goal immediately. Another goal. I mean, Chad messaged me in our um, Discord <laughs> 30, server. 30 minutes. And 
he just went 30 minutes with a skull face and I went, I don't want to talk about it. And then like an hour later, I was just like, I'm happy with the draw. But I mean, Martinelli is on a tear. Yep. Gabriel, having Gabriel Jesus back is huge for Arsenal. Yes. But we always say that there's big moments and big games that close games that win you titles. This draw allowed City to close the gap a little bit, and this could be two dropped points that screw Arsenal out of a title in the end. And I don't want that to happen. I would rather see Arsenal win it than City. But if they, let's say they pip City to the title by a a point, they thank Aaron Ramsdale. So, yeah. Without a doubt. So, with... um... So City has a game in hand. So let's say they with that. The game in hand in hand is against Leicester. So you know so, so they're within three points. Arsenal has West Ham, Southampton. Biggest game of the season, April twenty sixth against Man City, then Chelsea, then Newcastle. That is a grind. So technically, Chad, just just to clarify, their game in hand is technically against Brighton because it hasn't oh, been yeah, scheduled fair, yet. Fair enough. But to make it back to actually, yeah, that. Well, you know, they'd be within three points up until April sixteenth <laughs> when the Arsenal faces West Ham. But you have two teams that are in the mud. You face the fucking Death Star that is Man City. You face the Blue Salvation Army, and Jesus fuck Newcastle. Look, bro, just do the world a favor. <laughs> I understand you're trying to get into Europe. You're trying to get top four, top three. Do the world a favor. <laughs> Please. Everyone will love you. We'll give you Madison for $15 million if you just let Arsenal win. I will buy I'm him. Sure a- you're going to give Madison away for $15 million. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll give him away for $15 million anyways, but, you know, we'll give him for five if we get relegated. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get an Almiron. Yeah, I want to... I want to talk about, just while we're on the, the Liverpool thing, I want to talk about a sad news kind of that I got today, but also something that I can put a silver lining on. Um, initially reported by one, not reported by, but that I saw by one football, so I didn't really fully believe it until I saw the Fabrizio post. Liverpool have cooled their interest in Jude Bellingham. Yeah. They're not sure it financially makes sense. They need to sign multiple players and... I was like really bummed when I first saw the news, but thinking about it now, I like the approach of trying to get a couple cheaper options that could work together. Liverpool, I feel like, need a whole new midfield. They don't just need one guy. We're yeah. we're not we're not one guy away. And no. spending 130 million on Jude Bellingham, no matter how good he is could actually be a setback because we don't have the money to go anywhere else. We need, we need midfielders. We need center backs. Yes. Van Dyke has lost a step. Look, he had a phenomenal prime. There was a point where he was the best center back in the world at his peak in terms of abilities. There's only probably a handful of center backs and there are definitely a handful, but he's in the conversation of like the handful of fantastic center backs in terms of like, I'd, I'd throw him up. Their, yeah, exactly. I'd throw him up at there the best with of fucking, their ability. 
You you but throw up Nesta, you throw up Maldini, yeah. you throw up all these players yeah. like Van Dyke. They have all had better. prime prime. Yeah, he is in the conversation to but his be prime one didn't of last those. Long enough, so it took him. It, it hurts him. And exactly. He's he's lost a step. Kanate looks like he's coming into his own. But yes. We we need center backs. We need midfielder. We need center backs. We need midfielders. And spending all of that money on one player is not the best business decision. Yeah, you would have to sell a lot in order to pick up different players if you were to pick up Jude. And I don't know if Klopp is fully willing to do that. He really likes keeping sort of his established squad. And I think it honestly is a better idea to keep that veteran presence around rather than just ridding yourself of all like Fabinho for instance like uh, Firmino is probably leaving but he already said he is <laughs> yeah like there there's certain things about that side that you want to keep together having Van Dyke still be there to be like a mentor for players having these players around it just really assists the side in developing and that's very much so what Klopp is all about so honestly, it's probably better that you don't end up going and going all out yeah. for yeah. Jude, but it's also Jude. So we'll, I also we'll see. think that's a thing. I also think we need a right back because I think Trent should be a midfielder at this point. Honestly, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I don't know, like how long it's gonna take Go that to happen because it's like. It's just looking at the way he plays. He's clearly just he plays like a at times he just plays like a midfielder who's out of position. He's that's, a right attacking midfielder, borderline right winger, trying to play right back. That's it. He he's he he the definition of a right wing back or a right mid. And like he but like it. an attacking right wing back, not not like a fucking like Reese James. Yeah. Yes. I I'll just also like go further with like Virgil. Um, he like he isn't beyond terrible. Like to me, he isn't like a guy who like will unintentionally be like, well, oh god, what's his name who literally just collapsed against Man City for Bayern Munich? Um, Magana. Yes, he will not be like that at least yet. And maybe for all I know, uh. this is just a down year from him. And maybe the fact that, like, the team's overall form is just affecting him. Maybe it's just that. Maybe they just need to, like... He hasn't fully been the same since his injury, That though. too. That's he it. has maybe. fully lost his step since that injury. Like, he, he had one or two peak games, but those are one or two. And so I think, I think his mind is still there. I don't think his physical is, and I don't think exactly. that he's understood that he can still use his mind, but he can't do all the physical stuff anymore so he has to change his play style he'll make the same challenges that he used to and he can't make those same challenges yes that's yes. the main thing he ends up getting pulled out in those positions and then especially with the way that trent's been playing defensively and also just a lack so of... i just i just need to i just need to correct you on your word there you said trent playing defensively i would like to correct that to trent trying defensively <laughs> Um, look, I love the guy, but it's being exploited and 
yeah, the holes in the back are just fucking nuts. Like, literally, the way that Arsenal were able to get these two goals off rip. Yes, they they exploited the fuck out of this Liverpool defense. But I still want to give props to Liverpool within this game. They were really able to come back and make a valiant effort at that. Like, I truly think this was... Dude, they they almost won. Kanate had a oh, header yeah. right on the line, and Ramsdale was just like, fuck you, no, my goal. Exactly. <laughs> Ramsdale showed that he should be the starting keeper for England, but, but... Pickford still exists, and when Pickford plays for England, it's different. So it's a different breed. But like with so like then Brian, who do you want instead of Jude? Who do you anyone come to mind? Because like let's say like you put Trent in midfield, so now you need a right back, two center backs, and maybe at least one more midfielder. Do you have anyone in mind? I like the idea of Barella. Okay, that's a great. I show. like the idea. That that is amazing. I like the idea of Barella. Um, I don't know if Tielemans is in that conversation, um, but I would like a player like that. Moises Caicedo, Alexis McAllister. I'm not like not those names per se, but players like, like that. Yeah. As far as a right back goes, I, I give Calvin Ramsey a chance. Okay. But I don't know. There's I'm so, there's, on so that. there's just so few like right backs of that nature and that ability out there. So like I just somebody capable of defending. Like I don't necessarily care if you have all of that offensive firepower because if Trent's still on the pitch, we'll still have it, but somebody who will not be a defensive liability. But it doesn't need to be a Zhao Cancelo type or a Kieran Trippier type. You know what I mean? Yeah, It just exactly. needs to be a, a capable right back. You know, so I, I always end up bringing Man U, but this is actually a valid reason to bring up Man U. Juan Basaka. Oh, he's, he's like playing exceptional. I guess, yeah, like a, a Juan Basaka type when he actually knows what the word defense means. Exactly. Like every once in a while, Juan Basaka looks like the best right back in the world. And then other times it's like, what's a, what's a right foot? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Also, Costas Samikas is not the future answer at right back. He's boof. No, he's boof. No, not at all. <laughs> he, he was an experiment and we we sort of knew that coming in. He has his moments, but he's so inconsistent. Exactly. Jad, go. It looks like you've been trying no, to no, say no, something. No, I mean, like you bit. mentioned Tillman's. Tillman's is really weird because there has been, ever since Dean Smith showed up, Tillman's has, according to some, infinitely improved the way he feels around the club. It is very, and there, like, they've, there's been photos of him with a completely different attitude. So that's going to be something interesting to see if Yuri somehow decides to say, hey, fuck it, I'll sign another three-year contract with this team, which would be the funniest thing ever. I don't know why he would. I mean, if you get, if you get relegated, he won't. Oh, yeah, he, obviously. He's leaving yeah, if yeah, you yeah, get yeah. relegated. This is based oh, on the assumption Also, like an Indeedy type. 
So literally anyone from Lester's midfield, essentially, for... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yay! I mean, so they take, if you they want take them, Madison, they take Anybody from Lester or King, Brighton's midfield. You want Dewsbury Hall, you know? Mr. In your DMs if you talk shit about him? Jesus. Have you, seen, um, have you guys seen that? No. Oh. Yeah, uh, this was before the Crystal Palace game. The week of... So someone's like, uh, Roger's ball died when we started playing Dewsbury Hall more. This is just one of those like Lester fan accounts. You know, like some average Joe Schmo would say on Twitter, right? And KDH goes into their DMs. He's like, what do you mean by that? I'm just asking. We're no, to he's play. not good enough to be called KDH. You call him Dewsbury uh, I just call him that to save time. But he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he goes into their DMs and he's like, hey, man, I just want to know what you mean by that. We're to point out like the, the blame, like the bad play of a team on one player. He got sent off with two yellow cards that game. <laughs> like literally this team with social media has been the two worst things. We have the Madison tweet of him saying rubbish. We'll play. We play like that. We win any other game. Haven't won since he tweeted that. Dewsbury Hall doing that. <laughs> Apparently, a fan got banned from Leicester City because they like just tweeted like this team is ass. But that's only a rumor that's been unconfirmed. But yeah, I mean, if you want Dewsbury Hall, you know, uh, Leicester midfielder, then hey, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you want uh, you want Indeedy? No, nah, if I could pick somebody, plate? I want Barella. I want Barella. I think Barella is a perfect fit if we're actually being yeah. serious for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like Barella yeah. actually is a perfect sort of he's not an entire box to box, but he plays really forward and can yeah. really fill that sort of Firmino hole. And in my opinion, Barella has a lot more potential um, than Firmino has ever had. Um Okay, so so first off, you can't compare Barella to Firmino because Barella's a midfielder and Bobby's more of a false nine. He is That's a center like that, yeah. It, it's a totally different position. I know, Barella but also, but I'm I'm just talking about in terms of like overall potential. I could see Barella one day being in like team of the year. Like I I personally have so him that I, I high get that. I get that. I get that. But what I mean is, I'm just you picked the wrong player in terms of impact for Liverpool. I know it's just the way, because they'll the way be they doing... influence the game is so different. Yeah, but the main thing is Barella will be trying to sort of fill in what they're missing with Firmino being gone, which is why I made that. Because Barella okay. is mostly like a center attacking midfielder. Of course, he can get back on defense and he's very physical, so he's more than capable of doing that. But in most cases, he is playing forward. Yeah. Tealman's though, though, would yeah. be a good player for y'all. I will say that. Oh, and without I, a doubt. I mean, Tealman's would be a good player. And Madison, for too. But I don't know how interested he would be with y'all if, like... I think Madison would thrive under Klopp. Oh, easily. Oh, I agree. We'll see. We'll see. I, I love how um did did you guys see the little snippets of uh Madison at England? <laughs> when, when everyone's like, oh yeah, we gotta raise his fucking value real quick. <laughs> like, let's just send clips of him actually looking decent for England real quick. <laughs> God, it's so weird. Yeah. It's gonna be so weird if Madison goes on Jack Relish mode to somehow keep this team up. 
that would be dude. Jack Grealish has looked like Aston Villa. Jack oh my Grealish god, since dude! Cancelo yeah. left. Dude, he has. Yeah. Tur- he's gone from five hundred back passes a game to like that man went to fraud court and he has Saul Goodman as his goddamn lawyer. He beat the case. I've dude. He he's starting to look like the hundred million signing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's unreal. Do, do you remember when I mean, he would take on one guy and then just back pass it to Cancelo? <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah, now he's he fucking takes taking on, on everyone. <laughs> he, he plays yeah. fearless. That's what it is. He was afraid. Yeah. And then I don't know if like Pep's like, Oi, look, I break your legs if you <laughs> do that one more time. And then he's like, All right. I just kind of I just kind of envision that episode from Ted Lasso where they all flip off Jamie. Like, I just kind of envisioned that is what Pep did to Jack Grealish. And he was like, dude, you're passing too much. Be a prick. Just be a prick. Be that hundred million pound man that we bought. For the love of God. No, legitimately, he's starting to play into his own a lot more. I think also the price tag sort of put that pressure on him. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, he had to play up to it. And of course, he was playing up to that standard on Villa. But it's hard to implement into so that no, city side. No, this. no, no, no. He was not playing up to an 100 million pound standard at Villa. Bro, if we're talking about fucking Declan Rice, when no, but, West but this, Ham this was is, like... This is, this is an example of a player who their overall value is not what it's that they're paid for. They're paid, their, their transfer fee is that much because that's how valuable they are to the team that they're on. In terms of how well Jack Grealish was playing, like he's a player that's, let's say, like if a Manchester United were offloading a player like that, it's probably 60 mil, 70 mil. It's not 100 mil. I would say 80 mil. Like the way that he was playing on Villa, the man was literally the reason why Villa was in any sort of conversation. That was, yeah, the, he literally kept them up. And I feel like... Like, literally, the season after, we got to directly Well, no, see... actually, actually, a, a terrible goal line clearance goal no. kept them up. Fair but, enough, yeah. but they would be <laughs> in the spot to have that terrible goal line clearance spot to keep them They're up. They're not goal line clearance, goal line technology. technology yeah, but yeah, it's still... God, it's terrifying to think that this team has Holland... Grealish, still the rest Odin. of uh, KDB's prime. Um, Nathaniel F. and Ake, where the hell has he been? He's also stepped the F up. He's uh, been balling. Dude, like, and now Pep's playing this oh, goddamn yeah. football manager formation. Some shit you'd see on, like, the front page of, like, the FM Tactics website. Like a 3-2-4-1. Are you effing kidding me? Are you kidding it's me? Nuts. Like, dude. Bro, literally, do you, do you remember when they used to do the the four five one? <laughs> yes. Like they're they're literally just bringing that shit back. I'm just like, all right, well, you got it. Like, it's a variation of like five four one to then that uh second like that attacking tactic. Literally, they, they he's brought in the tactic of like what they used to play in like the 1920s. And he's like, I like this. Let me play it. It's nuts. They're so good. Pep could literally run a 4-4-2 and be the best team in the world, without a doubt. But that's also because no matter where you place his players right now, they can play in all those positions. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. They're they're a Holland and midfielder. Like, fuck it. 
No. Like, bro, off at center back. Carl, he's big enough. He'd be better at center back than he would be at midfield. Yeah, but like, imagine like passing it to Holland in the midfield, and he's just running by everyone. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Who? Um. That's fair. Who? I'm trying to think. There's been like, uh, John Stones as also. Just Stones is balling the Stones fuck out. Balling Literally, if, if we talk about like any of Man City's like, like the main thing. pieces, they are all they are peaking. Different. They're all peaking right now. Like they're all peaking. Like, it, that's a scary. Except thing. Ederson. Well, Ederson well, is not peaking, but that's, that's because, because the, the rest defense of the team is carrying peaks, them. Well, yeah, when the defense peaks, Ederson doesn't need to. Yeah, exactly. Ederson can that, use that's his the main thing. Great passing ability when he ever gets the ball, but. It's Allison's like, been playing like the fucking keeper of the it's year. Like, it's like, dude, they literally made Bayern their. He's bitch. a Bugatti and a fucking terrible girl. <laughs> they made Bayern their bitch today, man. It's it, it was so scary to watch, but it was like, yeah, we 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 were avoiding talking oh, I know. about that. Oh yeah, reco- I know. We're recording. I'm just saying we're recording on Tuesday, oh, so we don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. full stuff on the other Champions League games. But, but it's like I wanted. I do. I do, I do want to. Now that I said why, I that was nuts. It's, it's Rodri's finish. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Rodri. it. Fuck you guys. We Why is it every single time I come Holland, on this fucking show, I have to get Holland, annihilated because all my Holland. teams fucking get blown out? <laughs> all right, cool. That so whoever says Holland is only a tap in merchant. Did you see his pass to Bernardo Silva it's, today? Oh, he built. Like, different. Oh my god, that was gorgeous. Oh my god, just, uh, bro sent the All the Terminator floater. jokes are very filling. They're very true, not filling. Fitting, you mean? Fitting? Yeah, you know what? Words aren't my strong suit. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's just terrifying to think that Arsenal has to somehow keep this form up. Yep. And then face it's this nuts. team, get at somehow a point against this team. Yep. And then this team has to somehow lose a game so that way Arsenal could have some leeway, which I just don't see. Who is okay? Besides, like random, like um, you take them to the cup on penalties. Who is beating this team in a ninety-minute game? Like who's forcing a loss? Who's City? Yes, in ninety minutes. Maybe Napoli. Maybe Napoli. But that's like that's Napoli? that's championship. Shit. That's not the league. bro. We still have to see fucking AC Milan because AC Milan smacked them four 0 That's it. That's fair. It's it's so like like this is a team. We'll see on Wednesday. We'll yeah, see. We'll this see. is a team that is going to hold. This is a team that I. Tre- trebles officially on the cards. Uh, we're also blowing over the other Champions League game. Inter one. Um, uh, yeah, because yeah. it's been Barella's, Barella scored a nice goal, and then there was a pen. Unfortunate handball and jump. Unfortunately, I don't actually think it was expected for that to be too. Portuguese Red Bull, my beloved Benfica. I I expected that to be two 0 I have high hopes for Inter just because of the way that Inter's entire lineup is made benfica is amazing let's not get it twisted benfica had i think great runs from like i think it was like i think they responded well to start the second half and then that goal happened with barella and they completely yeah like they were able like they had like good momentum after the fact but they just couldn't complete it right and that's like the one worrying thing with the benfica side is always like can they actually yeah it's tough. Yeah. One thing I want to say, quick shout out to Hall or not Holland, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the fastest player in Premier yep. League history to a hundred assists 
and still counting. Yep. And this man's just built different. He did it in like yep. 230 games or something of the sort. Uh, it was insane. Like, when you look at other people who are in the same conversation, they have like 400 games. Just for context. He is one of those players who needed the World Cup this year to happen so that he could have a reset. Because yep. if you guys I remember, yeah, I was I on here when my first appearance. I'm like, I don't think KDB is barely Yeah, you. Playing. I mean, I posted that to TikTok. Yeah. We had a whole conversation about KDB losing a step. It looks like he got that step he back. He got that step back because I think of the World Cup. Like, he clearly needed a reset button. And, I yeah. mean, this whole Man City team has benefited from that reset button. I mean, God, here. Chad, was your, was your first episode before the World Cup? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know about I that because I was in Europe fucking for part of Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. But here, I'll tell you how they've been since the World Cup. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I mean, I'll tell you City's well, form since the World Cup. They have been... One second. Big ROM for a fucking Belgium. <laughs> been legit. <laughs> for <Fair>. Inter? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, but for Belgium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you their form right now. I'm putting it up. If I can goddamn hit the come on, imagine hit... fucking Lukaku was still on Everton. I just gotta say, Man City have been balling. That's all. I don't need to see their form. I know they've uh, been they haven't lost since February 5th against Spurs. Jesus, like lost, and they've only drawn twice one to Forest, which was the very next game, the other to Leipzig. Since February 25th, they have won every game. That's insane. Let's see. 4-1, 7-1, 9-1, 10-1, 17-1, 21-1, 22-1, 23-1, 24-1, 25-1, 26-1, 27-1, 28-1, 29-1, 30-1, 31-1, 32-1, 33-1, 34-1, 35-